Hello, my name is Savvy Bryce, and you are here with Savvy with a T. Today, our topic is COVID-19, and if it's more deadly or less deadly or more infectious or less infectious than previously thought. Today, our guests will be Carmela Bruton, Jamar Marshall, Ricky Hunt, and the fabulous Miss Fulmider. She will be our expert and give us some more insight on COVID-19 and how it works as a virus. So, you already know what's going down and you already know what's going on. So, let's get into it. So, we're on segment one of our podcast. As you already know, my podcasts are unedited and all real. So let's get started with our topic, COVID-19. COVID-19 has been a killer to many people as reported on CNN. I have seen reports on TheGuardian.com stating that COVID-19 came from a bat, but it was not ingested by a human. It was ingested when um, an animal got into contact with the bat and the animal was consumed. That's what the, um, the Guardian uh, stated in that podcast. I've also, not in the podcast, but in the actual um, article that I researched. I've also seen that the virus did not start in Wuhan, China. It actually started in another place, and that place I have no idea because um, research is not saying where the virus actually came from. I have seen reports saying that the virus started somewhere totally different, and Wuhan was the one who found it. I've also seen those articles as well. Now, um, the pe- the the resources that are saying that are not liable resources, so therefore um, cannot be called as a fact, but only a theory that has not been tested. As well as, this has caused more problems than we than we honestly see. Um, it has it has caused a race problem. A lot of people of Asian descent are being ridiculed for being Asian and that's not even a choice they have. It is wrong for people to say you're Asian so you have COVID. Well, that's not true because you could be white, black, Hispanic, Latino, whatever, and have COVID-19 and you can't change it. You have to deal with it the best way you and your body can. You have to take over the over the over the um, counter medicine because we do not have a cure, so you can only treat the symptoms. One thing about a virus is is you cannot kill a virus. Viruses do not have the makeup to be classified as living things, therefore you cannot kill it. That means when you're going through COVID nineteen or whatever virus, you have to let that virus w- run its course through your body. You cannot. Um, kill it like a bacteria, like the Black Death or um, many other diseases that are bacteria-based. You can't do it. 
you would literally have to just sit there, take the medicine that you take for your cough or shortness of breath or headaches or whatever, and just tough it through. Also, if you get a fever, that does not mean you have COVID because you could have the flu, you could just have a fever, that means you could have a lot of diseases or a lot of different viruses that contribute as a um, fever. Fevers are good for your body. That means that your body is starting, has recognized the bad um, energy or the toxin in your body and is trying to let that toxin out or kick it out, should we say. That means your immune system is working and that means that you have more of a chance of withholding against um, such a ruthless virus that does not care who you are. I also want to talk about the reports. I honestly feel as if the reports are inaccurate. I feel as if we're if we're not testing everybody, then we need to make sure that we are not believing everything that we hear. It could be from the president, uh, CNN, Box Four. Any type of news can either be truthful or it could be fully based on opinions and theories and um and false information therefore we as a people have to see what is true and what is not true also i want to talk talk about the stimulus checks everyone is jumping up and down about these stimulus checks and my question is where are we hemorrhaging hemorrhaging all this cash from where are we getting all this government funding from because all this money cannot come from taxes if you think about it if it's 400 if it's 400 million people in this country right i would say half of those will be adults it could be some it could be more it could be less you will have to pay twelve hundred dollars over 200 million times where are we getting all this money from because it sure isn't coming from just the taxpayers it sure isn't coming from just the governments we will literally have to bounce back from an economic failure if we keep going like this businesses are not open people are not working therefore people are not paying taxes on their paychecks that means we as a country cannot sustain government officials cannot get paid government aid um government aid programs cannot get aided cannot get fund from the government because we are not paying taxes we are in a very hard time right now and we will have to really tough it through doesn't matter how long, how short, how hard, how easy. This is Savvy with the T. And later on in our podcast, we will have the interview with Ms. Fullmider, my teacher and an expert on COVID-19. And we will also have a roundtable with Jemiah Marshall and Carmela Bruton, my longtime classmates and longtime friends.
All right, guys, we are here with Carmelo and Jemaya as we wait for Jemaya to arrive. Today, as you already heard on second one and the intro, we will have a round channel talk about COVID-19. So, Carmelo, introduce yes. yourself and talk to us about your views on COVID. My name is Carmelo. My views on COVID is that it's a I think it's an animal transfer to a human disease. Okay. Can, can we get some specifics? Can we get some more? Like that. Like that. Think about the government. They believe that the bats, that bats came from a lab in Wuhan, China on accident. That's what they believe. Okay. So... What have what do you think about the shelter the shelter in place or this coming to an end? I think it's a bad thing because they just trying to get trying to kill us and get us sick. If they just open and stuff back up, people fools enough to go out there and get sick. Okay, we have just have had Jemima join in the podcast channel. Jemaya, introduce yourself and tell us your views about COVID-19. Hi, my name is Jemaya Marshall. I attend ILT, like you said, to start off in school. I am uh, a 10th grader, finna become a 11th grader. My, in, my um, intake on the coronavirus is, I feel like the government is not taking it serious. He is, uh, they are opening the state too early and we don't even have cases uh, saying that some people have been, have cured from the virus. We still don't have a vaccine. So I just feel like it's too early. And I think they think it's a joke. And with the president using all of these tests on himself and it's just going to waste. I feel like they are not. Okay. So we have just had um, two of our panelists share their very um, similar ideas with each other and with our podcast viewers. So why do you think that people who are um, living in states that are why do you think they think that COVID is and they're not wearing masks, not practicing people going to different places and not wearing um, proper, um, are not practicing the proper health procedures that the FDA and the CDC have told us to practice? Can I say something? Let's talk about people, Go ahead, come on. understand, like, people want to go to work. But at the same time, it's dangerous. It's dangerous at the same time. Like all these small, like non-essential businesses, they want to open. They want to get their money. Like they can't get the money, and that's why Donald Trump and them try to open stuff back up just so they can get a job. Like when they work. That's what it's. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay, Jeremiah, what are your perspectives? I feel like they kind of um. It's- Kind of similar to Kamala's answer. 
I feel like they're trying to basically get some people to get be able to get money because they already have sent money to families to make sure that they were able to provide for their, their children. And so I feel like they're trying mm-hmm. to at least get the small businesses and make sure they are able to get money so they can at least provide for not only themselves or for if they have family members. So I think it's, it's kind of good, but then it's not really good. Right. Now, we have discussed the government's reaction, but we're talking about a reaction without a cause here. So, Carmelo has brought up a very good research point that has said on different um, on different sources like the Guardian.com, the CDC, the um, CNN.com. Do we honestly think that someone ate a bag and got COVID-19, Carmelo? Do I think what? Do you think someone ate a bag and, and contracted COVID-19? And explain why. I think it's just like Ebola, like how how contracted like from Ebola, from a bat to a human. A bat must have bit a human or something, and then and then when the human was around more people, it just spread the virus. Spread it. It's like a cough. Say a, a cough right now is gonna spread. I think that's how it happened. All right, Jeremiah, what are your perspectives? I think it's similar to the stars. Um, and I do think it most definitely came back, which was transferred to an animal, which was transferred to a human, which spread it. That's my opinion. Now, you have brought up a very, 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 um, controversial, um, topic with SARS of 2002-2003. My question is, how do we know if this comes from that? And if it did not come up from a bat, couldn't this um, strand of virus came and combined with another virus and mutated itself to what we know now as COVID-19 and start to spread against humans? What I think, Carmelo. I think it is, is that the that thing that happened, the SARS 2002, 2003, since the the um, it's called the symptoms are similar, it could be like the it could be like pretty much like the same the same exact thing. It can just be coming back, cause you know how viruses they can live, huh? they can live, they can come back. It could have came where Ice Age was a long time ago, and it came right back. You could have froze something, and then you know. Right, it would have it would it, it would have been yeah, dormant. And then it right. just came back now. Right, as COVID nineteen. Okay, I get what you're saying, Jemima. What what do you think to what Carmelo just said, and what are your thoughts? I totally agree. Oh, um, my thoughts are you have to think about it. The coronavirus has not. This is not the first time we're seeing it. Back in 2008. Barack Obama was talking about Ebola, but he was also talking about a new upcoming virus. This this virus has been here for a while now, but nobody really talked about it. 
Hmm. It's interesting that you say that. With you, with Obama, Obama, not Trump, with um, COVID, and George Bush, with um, with um, SARS. A lot of people predicted that there was going to be another pandemic. Then they say the name of it. Some said it's going to be a respiratory disease, and others said we're going to have another pandemic that we were not ready for. President Obama, before he before he went up his term in office, President Obama made a pandemic team that if a pandemic were to start, that the team would be ready to start looking for cures and looking how to um, relieve the symptoms and a vaccine. But right before COVID-19 happened, Trump fired that team. What do you think about that, Melo? I think about how he... Um, what, was, what was the question? How, how, how Trump fired the pandemic team that President Obama put into power before COVID-19 hit. I think he did good on that, but like his response to it, to my Chinese virus, Chinese virus, but he doesn't know, he, he could have invented the virus. Like, you could have came from him. Or are you talking about some Chinese virus? I think that that's good that he did that, but like what he's doing, the response to the virus is like terrible. The way he responds to it. Okay. <laughs> Jemai, what are your thoughts? I think he's making a front of it with the whole company about us injecting ourselves with Lysol. I really do think he is making in front of it. I don't think he's taking it serious. You know, that's not the first time I heard that he's making a joke of the virus. So, we have a 10-minute long panel. And we have to keep it very time because we are all on a very strict schedule. So, Next up is my promise interview with Miss Daphne Fulmeyer, our research and design teacher. Signing off with Seven with the T. We're on a break. Hello, Miss Fulmeyer. How are you today? I am doing very well, Sheldon Williams. Okay, great, 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 great. Shelly, you got some feedback going on. Make sure you turn everything down. Yeah, I did. I just muted everything. Okay, good. So, as a um, teacher of science and biology, you have to know the study of life, correct? Somewhat. I'm a pedagogist, actually. That means that uh, my specialty is teaching. I teach a content, I teach science, that's my content, but to me, I'm not necessarily a specialist. I'm a specialist in the art of teaching, so I'm a pedagogist. Okay, right. So, I remember in class one time, we was just talking when, man, Corona wasn't in the USA yet, or hasn't been discovered in the USA. We were just talking about it in class. That's just a random topic. And you talked about how you are very familiar with how viruses work. So, which prompted me to ask I'm sorry, uh, Sheldon. You, you kind of cut out there. I was talking about I'm very, very what? 
that you're that you're very familiar with viruses um i'm not sure i would say very familiar but maybe uh i can discuss it a little bit based on the content that i have taught right 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 so my first question for you today is will there ever be a vaccine for COVID-19? Well, they assert that they are working on one and that they are closed, close to a, a vaccine, perhaps maybe December or January. However, COVID-19 is a SARS-2 virus. They never came up with a vaccine for the first SARS virus in the early 2000s. So I'm not very hopeful. From what I've heard, this this particular uh, coronavirus is pretty hard to uh, come up with tests and to come up with uh, a vaccine. So we'll see. Okay. Will COVID-19 benefit us in the future, whether it be economic or pollution wise because there have been reports from um, CNN and Fox 4 News saying that uh, since um, human activities have died down tremendously we are getting less air pollution and water pollution Uh, I did hear that um, because of the shelter in place that emissions haven't been uh, as high Will COVID-19 benefit us in the future? I don't believe so. It is a virus, so I doubt, it's doubtful. Now, if it were a bacteria and it had some kind of niche within our um, ec- ecosystem, then yes, maybe so, but no, don't feel that way. Okay. Why are some states opening up so quickly just before three months of the shelter in place and we don't even have a vaccine or cure or any type of comeback for this virus well the country is opening up at the behest of the president and other politicians that have a vested interest in the economy that's why we've opened up early it has nothing to do with health issues it is all about money and economics and greed that's my opinion okay how long can someone spread COVID-19 to other people good question every day is something new lately um, well the last thing I heard because I've pretty much tuned out of this now uh, it seems to be a huge distraction but they had seen or had they discovered that the virus Uh, tends to stay alive in uh, men's semen even after death so if it lives in semen then it must be um, it can be transferred sexually perhaps but they don't have any proof of that either they don't know how long it really they don't know so we don't know yeah my question is is when we saw China start bunkering down in um, late January, early February, why were we so hesitant to start sheltering in place? Because the facts weren't there. They, Our executive branch, the president, whomever, 
has been giving a lot of contradictory information now. So people are hesitant, are, are hesitant to trust anything. Uh, I'm going with the doctors. Tony Fauci and Dr. Burks, they have said that, you know, we should shelter in place. We should distance ourselves. They are the professionals. So I'm going with them. Uh, a lot of people believe the president. Why? I don't know. Yes. This is our last question of the day. And it's a very, um, it's, it's a very underrated question in my opinion. But my question is, who will have to pay back the stimulus checks once COVID-19 is in dormant? Um, they say that it's not a payback. But the stimulus was paid from our money, from taxpayers' money. So it's really an advance on our money that we will pay anyway at the end. So, you know, we'll see. Well, guys, you've heard it from a teacher and you've heard it from someone who is very based on facts. We do not know the cure for for Corona. We don't know how it spreads. We don't know how long can it spread at this point. We're just a deer stuck in headlights and we don't know how to move. What we need to do is stay sheltered in place for as long as possible and hope that this will end. From Savvy with the T, signing out. Wash your hands. As all good things, this must come to an end. But I leave you with a few words of advice. Always check your facts. Always wear a mask. Always shelter in place and stay at home if you can. Coronavirus is not something to play with and it's not something to joke about. And you could easily go to jail now if you cough on someone by accident for terrorism. So with this... Savvy with the T has now came to a close.